This is Mayday. Stories on culture, society, technology, and unpredictable realities. You're listening to an original short from the Mayday series, Fiction for the Future. Welcome. Welcome. The weedy Mr. Markelson took in the girth and war paint of Bloodringer the Scourge of Millions. So, what do you think? he asked. Bloodbringer, the Scourge of Millions, scratched his nearly formed beard as he inspected himself in the mirror. The use of black war paint to turn his face into a flaming skull was indeed a nice touch. though. Even though he couldn't give it a specific name, Bloodbringer, the scourge of millions, knew he had seen a similar face on an album cover in the 90s. Or was it the 80s? Either way, the war paint along with the greasy hair and impossibly tight leather pants all seemed like something that had been done before. And done better. Hmm mused Bloodbringer, the scourge of millions. I'm just not sure if this is really me. Mr. Markelson sighed. Are you sure? Oh, I'm quite sure. Very well, then. Mr. Markelson raised his tablet and prodded the screen. The war paint, the greasy hair, and the impossibly tight leather pants fell away into a cloud of pixels as the image of Bloodbringer, the scourge of millions, dissolved and left behind a lady of rather considerable age. Mrs. Pebble, this is the third persona we've tried. I think we need to have a word. Mr. Markelson indicated a couple of stiff chairs in the corner of his office. I'm terribly sorry, Mr. Markelson, but I'm afraid I need to make a visit. Mr. Markelson stared blankly for the second it took for him to realize what she meant. Blushing, he muttered, Yes, yes, of course. Third door on your right. I won't be a minute. And off she went. Mr. Markelson sighed, sat down, sighed again, and waited. Customers at Second Wind were always like this. They spent years, decades even, slowly compressing their stray daydreams into a completely oblique fantasy that turns out to either be incomprehensible or somewhat cliched. Still, Second Wind provided a valuable public service. With people's life expectancies growing increasingly longer, the time with which the elderly had to explore grew as well. So, Twenty years ago, Philomena Bailey launched Second Wind, a digital identity creator aimed at the retired. Never got to be that athlete you always dreamed of? Well, now, here's your chance. Never got to go to the moon? Well, now here's your chance. You still have time left, so you might as well be the person you've always wanted to be. 
As mentioned, though, many people wanted to be the same person. This led to skimpy practices on the content creator's part. So, now, or at least when Mr. Markelson checked five minutes before meeting Mrs. Pebble, there were 200,006 Bloodbringer the Scourge of Millions personas running around Ragnarok, the metal-themed community for those who thought their lives did not include nearly enough mosh pits, satanic cults, and busted eardrums. A polite cough hovered at the door. Mr. Markleton looked up. He saw the floral-dressed, slightly worried-looking Mrs. Pebble standing in the doorway. When she saw that he saw her, she smiled, entered, and sat down next to him. Did you find it okay? Yes, thank you. Good. Now, what I was going to say was that we do offer other themed communities, such as Arcadia, which... Oh, I don't think we need to deal with that. Mr. Markelson paused. He glanced down at her fluffy slippers. If that is your preference, the question hangs for a few seconds. It is. Okay, then, he said, and then broke into his perfect second wind customer service manner. Mr. Markelson continued. So that we can find you the most conducive identity for your fantasy, what kind of feedback would you give on our Bloodbringer the Scourge of Millions persona? Mrs. Pebble sat down and thought, and thought, and thought. Eventually, her eyes flashed, and she spoke. I'm sorry if this is inconvenient, but he just isn't metal enough. Not metal enough? He... Looks like someone who is supposed to look metal. Well, he is supposed to look metal. Mrs. Pebble sighed. <sighs> yes, but Bloodbringer the Scourge of Millions and Lilith Fair and Beast 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 look like personas calibrated to look metal, not like people expressing their metal identity. Ah, thought Mr. Markelson. She's one of those types. In Chapter 43 of the Second Wind Employee Handbook, there was a section titled Authenticity. Authenticity, stated the Second Wind Employee Handbook, is the belief that one's identity ought to be what it is. A few customers may bring this prejudice with them from their youth, and so feel uneasy about the ease with which Second Wind technology can rewrite their stories, their characters, and their identities in ways which they may perceive as inauthentic. But don't worry. Here, the Second Wind Human Resources Department made sure to insert a comforting smiley face and a thumbs up. This issue is easily dealt with. Instead of disillusioning the customer of their idea of authenticity, it is frightfully important that you make them feel as if their authenticity is represented in the range of choices presented. That way, we can utilize their misplaced need to be authentic as a further drive behind our customer loyalty. They win, we win, and, of course, insert employee's name here, you win as well. This section, including the smiley face, the thumbs up and the insert name here bit, played through Mr. Markelson's mind in the HR-approved tone. He smiled. Mrs. Pebble. Yes? 
I believe I know how we can address this issue. Mrs. Pebbles' eyes widened. Really? Yes. If the issue is that the base models are too generic, then perhaps by modifying them slightly we can help you find the best way to express your inner light. They're customizable? Of course. Otherwise, telling each other apart would be an administrative nightmare. So, if we use the Bloodbringer, the Scourge of Millions body, but remove the war paint, would that be ideal? Mr. Markelson watched as the new thought worked its way through Mrs. Pebble's mind. And maybe make the leather pants less impossibly tight? Certainly, Mrs. Pebble. Whatever you'd like. You just listened to an original short from the Mayday series Fiction for the Future. Find more in Mayday Magazine or on Mayday.co.